Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our show. We usually do it on Friday, but uh, for reasons, other reasons, we did it on Saturday. So my dad and I were just chatting about uh, being retired. He's, I'm not, obviously, but uh, he is, and but he does. He, he's not retired. He just has changed the way he works. Right, Dad? You're always working. You're writing, and you're doing stuff, and you're praying, you said, and and you're putting shows on, and and, uh, and we're getting ready to start a new business. So tell us uh, what we're talking about today. And it's about God and the Bible, right? I want to talk about Job, as my niece would call it, Job. Yeah, remember Job. Laura? <laughs> yeah, she and I had a big argument about that when we were kids. It's Job, or Job. She goes, no, it's Job. Anyway, sounds like Job, right? J-O-B? Anyway, let's talk about Job. Okay. You know, here's a man, or here's a Bible, here's a book in the Bible called Job. This is the oldest book of the Bible, uh, written back in the time when things were relative to what they are now, and uh, Job was written. But it's written before Genesis, Exodus, and all that. Job is the oldest book in the Bible. But I'm going to try to bring Job into the 21st century. Job was a great man. He lived in the Ur of the Chaldees, or that section of the Chaldees, is the Ur of the Chaldees, where rivers met and the mighty Euphrates ran through it. It's a beautiful land, pasteurized, pastures, gorgeous hills, gorgeous valleys. It's just a beautiful place, and Job lived there. And he bought the land, and he was there. He was a man that was blameless. What does he mean, blameless? And upright, you know, he feared the Lord and shunned evil. How many of you fear the Lord? I know I do. I get up in the morning, sometimes early, sometimes late. And when you're retired, you you don't have a time clock. So it's just whatever you want to do. But I I know I fear the Lord, but I don't fear him as fear a man, great man that's going to beat me up and all that. I mean, I can walk down black alleys and carry a gun, and I can see this man coming or a person's coming or entities entities coming, and I fear them. That's fear. But the blameless and fear that he feared the Lord is not that kind of fear. My fear of the Lord is I'm, I'm afraid that I will insult him. I'll do things that will be disturbing to him. That's the fear. That's what fear means to the Lord. It's like a great man if you want to take Biden or Trump or whomever. You fear them. You fear that you will not present yourself correctly, not fear your life, which is a lot of people think. A person once told me, said, I would love the Lord and didn't have to fear him. And I try to explain, but, you know, sometimes you can't explain. But the fear is, fear is, is, you're afraid that you're going to do something that will assault them. All right. So you don't. You're you're blameless and you're upright. Anyway, Job uh, was this kind of guy. He had he had seven sons and three daughters. By the way, his daughters were beautiful. And every morning, or every time that he that they came together for his birthdays or their birthdays or whatever, they had great feasts. Each of them had the houses, seven houses, seven sons, 
three daughters, three houses. But there was Job. He had the seven sons. But he also had great wealth. He's a man that was blameless and upright and he feared the Lord and he sinned evil. As a result, he had 7,000 sheep. Riches at that time were were demonstrated by your livestock. He had 7,000 sheep. That's a lot of sheep. A lot of whatever. <laughs> 3,000 camels. 500 yoke of oxen. And 500 donkeys. He didn't have any Arabian horses. I don't understand that. He had a large number of servants, and he is the greatest man among all the people of the East. That was Job. His sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays, and they would invite their three sisters to eat with them and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. In other words, pray for them. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offerings. Burnt offerings were the customized way of uh, serving the Lord. Thank God we're not doing it now. First, I'm thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and have cursed God in their hearts. And Job was a, this was Job's regular custom. One day, there in heaven, the angels came to present, to present themselves to the Lord. And Satan also came with them. Oh, the angels, the angels came, sons of God. Some some Bible some Bible interpretation called them servants of God. Some people call them angels. But I'm going to leave it alone because I, I can get into that, but I'll go at another time. But they came to present themselves for the Lord, and Satan came with them. We know that the Satan came, and he had not been cast out of heaven because he came to the Lord. And the Lord said to him, said, where did you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from the roaming throughout the earth, going forth on it. Satan, and the Lord wow. said, well, okay, okay, Satan, I understand Satan said, do people sin or do they serve you because they want to? Now listen to this carefully and hope it never happens to you. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Satan said, sure, I've considered him. And the Lord said, there's no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright. A man who fears God and shuns evil. Satan laughed and he says, Did Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? Well, it's easy to serve you when you put a hedge around him and nothing can happen to him. Have you blessed his his work on his hands so that his flocks and and herds are spread out through the land? And now, I promise you this, stretch your your hand and strike everything he has. Means everything. 
and he will surely curse you to your face. Have you ever talked to people and they said, well, why did God take my child? Why did God do this? Why did God do this? Why did God do this? Why did God do that? And here was Satan. He's standing in front of God. He said to God, if you take everything he has and take that hedge away, he will curse you to your face. Would we curse God to his face? Well, sure do we do. The other night I was sitting with a group of people and they were cursing and drinking and all this kind of stuff. You mean you were there? Yeah, I was there as a witness to him. But they were cursing God to his face, laughing about God. I know good people don't laugh about God, but sometimes we're in time of trouble. We laugh about God. We make jokes about God. We use his name in vain. And those people, and Satan said to God said, they would laugh and curse you to your face. And so the Lord took his uh, promise. Very well then, everything he has, he has, is in your power. And I said, you better not make that promise to God. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Say, oh boy, I can do that. Satan went out of the presence of the Lord. And all the angels that were the Lord, were they sons of God or angels? Uh, many interpretations. I said I would get into it later. But the angels of the Lord at that time would see women here on earth and they would take them as their bride. Well, how can a woman not take them as a bride? There's an angel. Everybody likes angels. Were they the angels that were, were thrown out of heaven with Satan later on? I suspect they were. But anyway, they would take angels and they formed a great, great presence here on earth. But that's another story. I'm not going to talk about that. One day when Job's sons and his, and his daughter were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, Boss man, the oxen are plowing and dogs are grazing, and the Sabians attacked and made off of them. They put the servants to the sword, and I'm the only one who is shape. What? All my people, all my oxen are gone, and they, they dogs are gone? While he was speaking, while the servant that brought this bad news was speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep. All those sheep, everything, burned them up. And burned up the sheep and the servants. And I'm the only one who's escaped to tell you. Well, while he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the service of the sword, and I'm the only one who's kept to tell you, speaking yet. <coughs> Excuse me. While he was speaking yet, another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters are fishing and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house. When suddenly a mighty wind 
slept in, and from the desert and struck the four corners of the house, it collapsed on them, and they are dead. I mean, seven sons, three daughters, and their houses, dead. And I'm the only one who said to tell you. Well, that's bad enough, but I'm really glad he had a good heart because uh, most people would have died right then. At this, Job got up, tore his robe, and he shaved his head. He fell to the ground. What did he do? Curse or worship? He worshiped God and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be ever praised. He was all this calamity. And one day, all these servants that came to tell him, what did he say? Naked I came from mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord taketh. May the name of the Lord be praised. I don't know how how man can do that, but he was he was great. He never departed from his ways. He loved the Lord and he feared the Lord. And all this, Job did not sin by charging God with the wrongdoing. That's Job. That's what he was. Right. On another day, the angels came to present themselves for the Lord. They came at, at, at alternate times. I guess they had a schedule. I don't know. They presented themselves to the Lord, and Satan came along with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? And Satan answered the Lord, From roaming the earth, going back and forth on end. And the Lord said to Satan, if you consider my servant Job, there is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God. You know what, Satan? He sounds evil. He doesn't like you. Do you know where Satan was born? God made Satan, Isaiah 14. He was an anointed cherub, and God made him. But he heard Satan. What happened to Satan was, he became proud of himself. How much? Of, how many of you are proud of yourselves that you think you're as great as anybody? I talked to a man um, a couple of months ago. He said, "I don't fear nobody." They came and they came and they don't, they don't. I don't care. And he cursed. How many people are like that? And how many people are not like that, but live like that, go their own way? Today, I tell you, brothers and sisters, love the Lord and fear the Lord and live with him live with Him forever. Live because he is God. Who made the earth? God. Where did the earth come from? His ideas came from him. Jesus, or Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God, made the earth. And no one on earth is like God. The Lord said to Satan, you know, he's still a, a blameless and upright man in sons evil. And he still, with all this has happened to him, he still has to maintain his integrity. Though you incite me against him and ruin him for without any reason. 
saved my life. And he said, yeah, you're right, God. But skin for skin, a man will give all he has for his own life. But now stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. Oh, Lord, let's sit back for a minute. And the Lord said the same, very well, he's in your hands. Oh, no, but you must spare his life. If God, and I hope he never does that to you or to me or to people like me, because can we stand the pressure? I doubt it. But Job did. God said, you can't take his life, but you can do whatever you want to with him. But you must spare his life. Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores. From the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. What does he mean? From the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. God had boils all over his skin. His skin erupted in sores. Have you ever had a boil? Most of us have. You touch it and you scream because it hurts. But Job had it from his feet to the top of his head. Such a miserable sight. Job then took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself as he was sitting among the ashes. What? He scraped himself because there was a miserable looking of upright standing, but none anymore because he was blemished with boils, pimples, Everything from his soles of his feet to the top of his head. And his wife said to him, This is really good something here. You, you can get your wife is good to you. I hope she is. Are you still maintaining your integrity to God? And she said to him, Why don't you curse God and die? His wife said that. Why don't you curse God and die? Because you're miserable. And he replied, you're talking like a foolish woman. Whoa, a foolish woman. There are a lot of foolish, foolish women in the world, but thank God if you got a good wife or a good friend, shall we accept good from God and not trouble? What did I say then? Shall we accept good? Honey, we had everything good. Can we not have some trouble? And all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Well, Job had some friends from the uh, First Baptist Church of uh, Nowhere. So they came together. Eliphaz, Termite, Bildad, Zophar. I heard about all his troubles. And like good Baptist deacons, all came. They had come upon him. And he set out from their homes and met together that agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could barely recognize him. They began to weep aloud. They tore their robes and sprinkled dust in their heads, which is the way they did back then. 
And they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. And no one said a word to him. Well, it couldn't be from the Baptist church because they'd be blabbing away. So they had some other church to come. But they were blabbing. They were not talking. They sat for seven days and seven nights. And no one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. Here is a man that had blameless and upright. Here is a man that had everything. Here is a man that was very wealthy with flocks and oxen and sheep. Here is a man that had seven seven sons and three daughters, had houses and everything. Here is a man that feared God with all his heart and loved God with all his heart. And Satan had come upon him. But God had allowed it. If God does things to you, Know that you are God's child, and you can live with it. Don't and die. Because God says, I will take care of you. God takes care of us all. If we get up in the morning, and the first thing we think of is God, that's great. But how many get up in the morning and think of God first? Or we think about what we got to do today. How can we make more money? How can we do this? How can we do that? Oh, yeah, God, what do you want me to do? One thing we should always do is look at God in the face in the morning and say, thank you, God, for a good night's sleep or a bad night's sleep. Thank you, God, because I'm here and I know you'll take care of me. And that was Job. He was said, taken care of. Here's a Job that was covered from his head to his toes with boils, blemishes. His skin was flaky. Plus, was running from his sores. They didn't even recognize him because they saw how great his suffering was. And they came on. After seven days, Job opened his mouth and said, Curse the day of my birth. Curse God? No, from his birth, he said. May the day of my birth perish in the night that said a voice conceived. That day may turn into darkness. May God above take care of bed by then. No light will shine, no gloom and utter. I mean, a guy was in bad shape. Not blaming God, just blaming life itself. May blackness overwhelm it. The night may be thick with darkness. Seize it. May not be included in the days but years, nor enter by the mouth. May the night be barren. May those who curse days curse that day. Those who are ready to be aroused supply a Leviathan. May its morning stars be dark, and may it wait for daylight in vain. I did not see the first rays of dawn, for it did not shut the doors of the womb for me. Job was saying, why was I even born? Why did I, why did I not perish at birth and die from, uh, from the womb? He's going to die. Why were there needs to perceive me and nurse the breast that might nurse me? For I, now I would be lying down in peace. I would sleep a rest. The king of the rulers of the earth. Job did not curse God a bit, but he did curse his birth. He said, God, why didn't I just die? I wanted to die. Here I sit by this fire. Boils from my feet to the top of my head, plus running and 
people can't even recognize me. And the three guys from the first church are complaining, sitting listening, they not speak. They small and great are there. The slaves are freed from their owners. Why is there light? The mirror my soul. He kept he kept complaining about his own life, never back down. Why is life given to man? His ways are hidden. God has a hedge around him. For signing has to come by, by daily food. My groans pour like water. And on and on he complained of his life. But never once did he curse God. Well, by this time, one of the three men had to speak. Eliphaz, Eliphaz the termite. Terminate is really called. But if someone visited a word with you, with you, will you be impatient? So it's a question. Can I say something to you and will you be impatient but keep from speaking? Think how you have instructed me and how you have strengthened feeble hands. You have supported those who have stumbled. You have strengthened faltering knees. But now, Trouble comes to you, and you are discouraged. Consider now, who being innocent and has never perished, were you upright ever destroyed? Were you, where were you, right ever destroyed? As I observed those who plot evil, as those who sowed trouble. Here's a guy that had considered seven days he had been quiet. And I did that. Sure, it can't happen today. But here they sat with three deacons, and they spoke, one of them spoke first, and it showed how he, how Job was pitifully crying about his own life, but never about God. He was blameless because he feared God. He's upright. And Job said, Oh, can I, can I get, just wish I had not been born. Today, wish we had not been born. Here was Job that lost it all. Seven sons and three daughters, all their houses, all his flocks of sheep, camels, oxen, and the cetera gone. Here is a man that was so disfigured because of his boils and his skin and his eruptions. And cancer would have been a blessing. But here is a man that was tormented by his flesh by his sorrow, by his misfortune. He never cursed God. He just lived it out. But he wished that he would die. How many of us have wished that we would die? I talked to a man some time ago, and he committed suicide because he wished he were not alive. God don't want you to commit suicide. God wants you to fear him, trust him. And he did. God trusted. He trusted God with all his heart. Will you trust God? Will you trust God when afflictions come? Will you not shy away? Will you look God in the face in the morning as you roll over? And you say, God, I love you. And mean it? How many of us would say that to God? God, I love you dearly. Here's a man that's afflicted. Here's a man that cancer was like nothing to him because he was from his head 
to his feet were covered with boils and scabs and pus running to and fro. And his wife said, you foolish man, why don't you just curse God and die? Very much encouraging, isn't it? But that's what happened to I hope it never happens to you or anything like that. Because Job was fearless, he's upright, and he loved God. Do you love God? Today, look God in the face and say, Oh, Father, come unto me. Let my soul rest in your arms. I love you, Father. I love you, God. I'm going to continue on with Job because Job has a lot to say in the next few chapters. There's 41 chapters in Job. In the end, a surprising amount of Job, but I'm not going to discuss it today. Maybe next Friday I'll discuss it. Because Job was rewarded for his sufferings and Satan was defeated. I'll stop right there, T, and the program is yours. Go ahead. Well, thank you. I did not realize that Job was the oldest book in the Bible. Wow. Okay. Um, that's, that's cool. And, uh, and Jesus, not Jesus, but uh, um, Satan came and said, hey, and God says, hey, who are you and why are you? Did I get that right? Is that what happened? Yep. So he knew it was Satan, right? Pardon me? But God, God knew that Satan, correct? I mean, I'm yes, assuming he's God. Okay, so it's just he and Satan, did he know that God knew he was God, that he was him? God knew everything. God created Satan. Isaiah 14, 14 I, I, created by God. I, I, yeah, I know. And you talked about, I know that one day you're going to talk about that. But yeah, God created Lucifer. Which uh, became yes. Satan when he sent him down here. I think if I got that right. But did Satan think that he could pull one over on God and say, "Hey, uh, uh, God says who are you?" He says, "I'm running, running around the earth, right, doing what he does, right?" Is that right? Yes. Did I get that right? That's correct. Okay. Interesting. He, was just, he was not thrown out of him at that time. He was not defeated. He was defeated by Michael later on. But then, okay. as the okay. angels came, told God. Satan came with him. Go ahead. So Satan wasn't thrown out of heaven yet and, uh, on the earth, uh, hanging out and do, doing, uh, doing what he does. Doing what okay. he does. Satan does. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Huh, interesting. But he was still up in heaven being able to go uh, go talk to God at, at God's throne, right? Uh, any time he wanted to. Interesting. And any time he wanted to. Pardon me? He could talk to God. I said, that's interesting. So he could talk to God, right? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Dad. That was a good story. I appreciate it. So I can't wait to hear next week. So thank you. Anyway, we'll see you next uh, Friday, uh, 3 p.m. East Coast time. And don't forget to set your clocks back. What is it? Fall? Let's see. Spring ahead and fall back. We get an extra hour of sleep tonight. How cool is that? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Remember anyway. that next Friday we'll continue on with Job. I, I assume we will. I don't know. If God, if God tells yeah. me it's different, I do different. But the number is always 929-477-1889. Call me if you need me. My address is, uh, well, wait, you, uh, my, uh, welcome, whatever, my, uh, whatever. Email. Yes, uh, email. Uh, uh, email. Thank you. My email is Colonel Abbott. Colonel Abbott, 366 at gmail.com. Ask me any question you want yes. to. 
Colonel Abbott 366 at gmail.com. Ask me any kind of question. I'll try to answer it. If not, I'll turn it over to the Lord and let the Lord answer it. But remember, Joe was fearless and upright. Be fearless. So he was like, somebody was talking, to, I was in a workshop today, and he said, uh, you you know what integrity is, is being that person that with integrity when everyone's watching and when no one's watching. So maybe Joe was like that with God. Right? Uh, Interesting. All right, Dad. I'll talk to you later. Take everybody. We'll see you next uh, next Friday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Daddy. <laughs>